You're listening to Novel Bound, a podcast dedicated to making you laugh and keeping you company. Each week, we're sharing all of our favorite books and the embarrassing side of life. Welcome back, y'all. I'm Anna. I'm Celine. And today we are talking about the beloved Twilight. Oh my gosh, I freaking love Twilight so much, but I could never talk yes. about it until now. Give me a second. <laughs> and now you have the perfect opportunity. Okay, so Thomas, what do we want to do first? Do we want to talk about books or, or like our book hacks or do we want to talk about Twilight? Like where do we want to start? So let's start. We have a couple of hacks for y'all and it's about the library and some Barnes and Nobles. And I think Celine, you had some for the library. So why don't we start there? Yes. Okay, perfect. So, um... I think that, like, a lot of people that I've been, like, talking to about this podcast, they're like, oh, I don't really read a lot, and I don't really know where I can get books and stuff like that, so I'm like, welcome, let us introduce how you can, like, get and acquire books without having the time, if you don't have the time to, like, peruse a bookstore, this is kind of what I typically do. So, as I rustle papers, I wrote, oh, no, I just have three suggestions, so I was, like, expecting, like, this long-winded thing, and I just had, like, three... Three, three like small points. Okay, so first off, I've talked about this in a past episode, um, but you can just go online like whenever you have a chance and basically just like type in the titles and just click hold. And then the way that libraries work now is like you just go the next day or like two days later, you pick them up and all of those books have been found for you. And what's beautiful is if you're a mother, they have library to go, so they will just bring the books out for you, which I absolutely love. Um, so it's like grocery pickup, but for the library. That's um, nice. Yeah. And then also, like, the summer reading program, you can also do it as an adult. And I, like, love the summer reading program. It is so validating. <laughs> um, I, my first time that I ever, like, did a summer reading program, I was five and I completed the summer reading challenge in three weeks, so. Oh, that's amazing. It Not surprising, though. Yeah, I got a free backpack that I still have to this day, so. Yes, Celine, yes. Okay, go. So I just have a couple for Barnes & Nobles, because that's, I mean, I have a library card now. I'm hip now, but before, <laughs> Barnes & Nobles was my, like, go-to place. Yeah, because so, your mother uh, freaking spoiled you and brought you, a bo- yes. brought you a book every week. What? I know. My mom bought me a book every week. I was blessed, y'all. Blessed with the best. <laughs> I, I am, like, jealous of your book collection to a T. I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Like, who are you? It's fun. I love I, – I've set it up where it sits above my desk, and so I'm looking at it right now, and I'm just, ah, so fond. <laughs> love it. Okay, okay, so – but a couple of my little hacks were to look for the stack – staff recommendations in the store because people who usually work at Barnes and Nobles like to read and they have really good suggestions about what's popular and what people like. Mm-hmm. And I always like looking at what they have up there. Um, <laughs> there's one that, sorry, I'm looking at this list and there's one that is so funny to me. It says save money by curling up with a book and flipping through shorter reads are perfect for a day at Barnes and Nobles. Just be sure to buy something at checkout to support the chain. Wait, <laughs> So they so would basically like just, saying to like just go there and read the book, but you know just buy something. Just buy something casually. <laughs> One thing I like about Barnes and Noble is their classics section. So if you want to like have like I have this really cool book. It's like 
great ghost stories that I got for like six bucks mm-hmm. at Barnes and Noble and it's huge. It's a huge book. Yes, they do have classic. And that's like along the lines of like check out their discount section mm-hmm. because it's usually going to be probably up front, but they have a lot of books that maybe had a cover on it that didn't sell as well as an old like or a different cover and they'll have those on sale. Yes. And, I, and along the lines that they're always doing like um, older novels that are more popular. Yes. And I love that. So that's my Barnes and Noble tax. I love it. Um, love it. and what have you? Do you go to lots of used bookstores or like where do you? Yeah, so I do try to go to used bookstores, and there's one. They're not everywhere, but there is one called Second and Charles, Ooh. that is just absolutely amazing. They have really good books, and it's really well organized. Mm-hmm. Um, and whenever I go visit my parents in Virginia, there's one by their house, and I always go because you can buy like a book for like five bucks there and it's in pretty good condition oh, and at nice. second and Charles, you can sell your old books there oh so, that's something too. That's so something for someone like you them. what i just do not understand is that you just buy books like with like without taking the risk like i cannot buy a book unless i, I like know. how do you do that like you have balls it's girl <laughs> i when i was younger it was easier to do because especially now that i've just read so many books and i know like it's easy it's easier to get like, earlier on in the book, to if I'm going to realize if I'm going to like it or not. Mm. Like, it's easier for me to, to know. So, it's not so bad, but, yeah, it can be risky. I do remember one time I bought this book at Barnes & Nobles, and I kind of should have known that I might, wouldn't have liked it, because it was all of the three trilogy books slapped together in one gigantic book on sale for, like, $6. And so I was like, this is the perfect find. It's so cheap. And I got, like, two chapters in, and I was like, this is horrible. The writing (laughs) is horrible. I freaking love it. How do you find your book suggestions? Ooh, that's a good one. Barnes And actually, this has to do with Barnes & Noble. They have sections where, like, if you like this book, you'll like this book. Yeah. If you've read these books and liked it, you'll like these ones. So that's Mm -hmm. something, too, that is good to know about Barnes & Noble. Which I think they do at the library, too. Yes. Oh, yes. The librarians have, like, these, like, printed out little sheets of, like, if you like YA, if you like historical fiction, whatever Mm -hmm. it is, like, usually they have, like, a lot of really good stuff that I feel are, like, solid and super fun. Um, Since starting this podcast, like, I've been really entering into the bookstagram world and as well Mm -hmm. as, like, book talk, Facebook groups, booktube, just, like, kind of doing it. And I, first off, the, the aesthetic of the feeds from people's it's like the it's like cottage core almost yes it's totally cottage core. Like so pretty dark academia <laughs> cottage core aesthetic i'm learning so much it's it like though. i'm 16 i'm like oh my gosh like i'm young get this but no it's like these like perfectly laid out books with like a cup of tea perfectly mm-hmm. warm with like a sweater and i'm just sitting there like wow this this is incredible. Like, this aesthetic. With, like, a beautifully written out caption describing, like, why you should read the book. And I'm just like, thank you. Thank you for this suggestion. (laughs) Thank you for blessing my eyes with that. But what I'm not scared of is the Facebook groups that I've joined. And in the Facebook groups, they have, like, people just, like, literally just posting books. And then there's, like, 75 comments being like, oh, I love this book. And I'm like, that's a good one. I trust that one. That book. Yes. So. Yes. Love it. All right. So those are our little hacks yes so i think do you want to just jump into it yes okay i want you to start i feel like we have never talked about the fact that we both read twilight and love twilight until this podcast and i was like wait you love it too 
So like, <laughs> I know it's like a secret thing because I will say my younger self was a twy hard. I mean, I was obsessed. <laughs> I even remember after I read the books, I was at the movies with my mom. And the first trailer for Twilight came out. And I, like, screamed to my mom. I was like, that's Twilight! <laughs> and I was like, I the wrote deer, the... just, like, scribbling. You're like, <laughs> no. mom, I know what this is! <laughs> it's Edward! I, like, wrote the date down. And my mom's, like... Because my mom used to have those little books where you, like, write Guys, planners. We... I wrote it down in her little planner. Yes, because when we were alive, when we were young kids, our par- <laughs> we didn't have cell phones to put things on. We just had... Maybe you did, but I didn't have a cell phone until I was, like, nope, 17. I, didn't. I had, like, a flip phone until I was, like, in college. Like, halfway through college. <laughs> so funny. I had a, I definitely had a cell phone earlier. But when I was, like, that young, my mom definitely had her, like, planner book. And it went with her everywhere. So I wrote down the date it was going to come out. And I think I, like, convinced my mom to take me to the midnight premiere. Oh, oh my gosh. Beautiful. I am so excited that we get to, like, unpack this episode. So do you want to, like, start, or do you want me to, like, start? What do you want? Well, I think, I mean, I think we're both trying to start on the same points, which is that, like, I think that, like, because, or the reason, wow, I can talk, don't worry. (laughs) The reason I think so many people love Twilight was because Bella just felt so relatable especially to like younger girls yes. because she was like the shy awkward girl and she had just like normal brown hair which what I had and I freaking loved it I lived for it You're like, I but then at the same time eyes. like she was yeah I understand you Bella we're yeah. the same you mm-hmm. you fall you slip on ice I too have slept on ice which means that <laughs> boys will like me this is perfect <laughs> yes I mean and even with that like Everyone wanted to date her. And I was, like, a 13-year-old who had, like, never talked to, like, even a boy she liked. I was, like, yes, I'm living yes. for it. How old are I you? Be Bella. How old were, was I? No, how old are I you now? Books? Oh, I'm 25, guys. Okay, I'm 25, I'm too. I just didn't know we were the same age for a second. And I was, like, were we 13 <laughs> at the same time? Because I was, like, wait, you were 13, too? Like, this is amazing. <laughs> Sorry to, yes. like, <laughs> tell yes, everyone how old age. you are over the internet so they can judge us. It's okay. Um, okay, I'm going to read this thing I wrote. But first off, I just want to say this episode's going to kill any of our street cred. Like, yeah, it, it everyone's is. going to, like, immediately see the, the topic of this podcast and just be like, oh, gosh. Oh, no. <laughs> but you know what? It's fine. I never thought I would openly admit that I was madly in love with Jacob Black. I never thought I'd openly admit that I was on the forums with the username Kabeen. I never thought I'd openly wow. admit that I'd read the first book 17 times, but here I am on the internet where this can never truly be deleted, telling you about my obsession with vampires. Love so, it. So yeah. So I think that we need to discuss what did we love about the books and the movies. So yeah. I think we talked about the fact that she's relatable and we can talk more. Mm-hmm. So go ahead. What else did you yeah. like about the movies? Well, definitely for sure, one of the things I loved is that, like, she, I mean, okay, I wrote this, what is it? Basically, she's, Bella is an average-looking, normal girl that falls in love with the most beautiful man on the planet, whose entire world revolves around her. Like, what girl wouldn't dream of something like that? I know, it's like she wrote the book about my husband, so clearly. (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted someone to be obsessed with me the way Edward's obsessed with Bella. (laughs) 
so it's good. Tanner, good job. Yes. Proud of you. <laughs> As if he's going to listen to this ever. He's going to be like, oh, Twilight? Nope. <laughs> Swerve. <laughs> I'll just skip this one. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. So I funny. also loved that Bella wasn't really special. Does that make sense? Like, the books that we read yeah, now, Yeah, like, like, she was just normal. She discovers that she has powers, and then she saves the world. Like, this is literally, like, like... She's just chilling and like she's surrounded by people, but like she's strong in her own mm-hmm. way and she holds her own and she goes through a lot of crap. But like, I kind of love that she is. I mean, granted, like Edward couldn't hear her thoughts, but like she was quote unquote weak. And that was something that was fascinating to people was like that she wasn't like strong in the ways that they had defined as strong. Yeah. And I thought that was really cool that like. Yeah. Also, Stephanie Myers. I would. I think a lot of times she gets crap about the way that she writes and like glowered and like all of the words she says. Yeah. But I think that like her storytelling is absolutely incredible. And she is really good at like making you feel the like emotional heaviness in certain moments yeah. of the book. Like mm-hmm. she does a good job portraying how the characters are feeling, and like yes. it's easy to understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I totally agree with that. Yes. Keep going. Oh, I, first Tell of all, first time. <laughs> I remember read, like, rereading this scene of, like, when they're in science class at the desk and they have to, like, look in the, tele- or in the microscope and, like, write down the things that, like, they think it's supposed to be. And it was, like, for some reason the most intense scene ever. <laughs> Like, when I'm in high school, I hope a boy sits by me and, like, <laughs> looks really angrily at me. Really, like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so angrily. I can oh. just see the, like, passion in his eyes from how angry he is. And, like, I'll f- also, like, <laughs> slyly hide behind my hair and, like, be cute at the same time. Be like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Like, oh, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> I can't help but be this I think another thing, too, that was, like, so attractive about the Twilight series is that the, like, they, Stephanie Meyer established very early on that, like, Twi- Edward wasn't interested in anyone or anything, but he yeah. was interested in her. And I think that just is, like, every girl wants that for, like, that you are the only one that can change them or, like, get them to talk to you. Like, you have that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just, like, yeah. oh, that, like, you know what I mean? It's, like, this, like, I don't know how to explain it. You go. Yeah. No, I totally, basically, it's, like, um... Bella got the guy without really having to do anything. Like, she, she didn't tripped. really have to go out of her comfort zone and, like, put herself on the line to be like, listen, I like you, and I'm just wanting to know if you like me too. Like, from the start, or not from the start, but kind of from the start, he basically was like, oh, you're mine now. Like, yeah. we're, we're going to be together, and I'm going to make this work. And so even just, like, reading that for the first time, I was like, she doesn't have to put any effort in this, like, beautiful man just falls into her lap and he just loves her uncontrollably like and his skin sparkles like the sun and he calls her a spider monkey <laughs> and it's just like so cute oh my gosh I think that's why I love it is because 13 year old me like wasn't educated enough in like any literary tropes I was just right? there for the fun like you know what I mean and I think like exactly. right now we look at books and we're like oh I wish that this had this or let's analyze the character development but like 13 year old us was just like oh this is fun like this is a fun story yeah yeah, yeah. Because I think for a lot of people, it was their first time, like, reading about love. At least it was for me. Like, it was my first time reading about a love like that. And it just seemed so perfect. That's true. It was my first, like, grown-up book. Like, I would read other books, but this was my first one where it was, like, like, oh, girl. I remember, like, listening to, like, songs and being like, this is a song 
that Edward would have for Bella. And I, like, couldn't stop <laughs> thinking about it. I was like, oh my gosh, like, this this totally translates to chapter 52. And, like, oh, I love that. But, I um, love that. Yeah, so I I wrote down some notes. And do you want to react to them or do you want to add in your notes, too? Ooh, I, I, I'll react to them. Okay. I feel like they really slept on Jessica's potential in both the movie and the mm. books. So let's talk with that. <laughs> let's talk about Jessica. Yes. Because she, um, and even, I think she even got more, like, credit in the movies than she did in the books. Yes, Anna Kendrick because brought Because Anna Kendrick life. did her justice. She was funny. Yeah. I love her. But Jessica was basically, I just, the only thing she was portrayed as in the books was, like, the her friend that was, like, almost her frenemy that, yes. like... <laughs> <laughs> like they were who was always tired of her she's like oh bella are you gonna go jump on another stupid boy's motorcycle and like run off she was always like bella you're acting really weird right now like i just love that she was like um is another boy going to like you right now i'm just like bella or jessica you were like calling bella out <laughs> I know. oh my gosh like oh sorry i shouldn't hit the she, desk no but. you're totally fine she was even almost like breaking the like <laughs> fourth fourth wall, wall. To be like, because I think at some point all of us were like, really, Bella, really, come on. She's like, are you pregnant? Why are you getting married so soon? <laughs> like, I don't, she's like helping her like write down the invitations of like the thing. She's like, okay, Bella, but like, why are you like in a, like a sex contract? Why is this happening? And then Bella's like, I can never tell you. I'm so mysterious. And she's like hiding behind her hair, like, I don't know, like, blah, blah, blah. She's like, but seriously, like, why are you getting married, like, right after graduation? Don't you want to do things? She's like, no, I want to be a vampire, but I can't tell you. Like, can you imagine <laughs> Jessica you. meeting vampire Bella and, her, like, Renezame and being like, oh my gosh, and being so like, something's not right here. What the heck is happening? you have a 20-year-old child? I don't understand. <laughs> who's this vampire, who's this werewolf guy that's, like, making out with her right now? I don't understand. <laughs> Are you Isn't cool with this? Jacob? Wasn't, Wasn't he, like, like, into you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I do think that they stepped on Jessica. She definitely... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I also feel like Stephanie Meyer really, really, really understood the, like, the uh, West Coast, like, Oregon, Port Angeles vibe. Because there's literally nothing there. It's really just, like, trees... And, like, small towns. And, like, I lived in Washington for, like, three years of my life. And, like, I lived in California for, like, a long time. And anytime we were in Oregon and Washington, like, especially the closer you get, it's just, like, it is really moody and dark. And, like, I love the way that they're, like, we have to drive 40 minutes to go to a town with prom dresses. And I was just, like, oh, my gosh. Like, oh, that's it's funny. true. I've never been over in that area, so that's Oh, funny. yeah. It is nothing like the East Coast. Like, coming here to the East Coast, because I just moved here, is, like, there's literally everything everywhere, and I'm just like, and there's people everywhere, and like, there you don't get that, you don't, mm. yeah, you don't. That's true. Yeah, it's that's hilarious. Oh, it's so moody. Um, let's talk about the world's obsession with Taylor Lautner's abs, shall we? Oh, Tanner, yes. husbands, like immediately skip this. Like, you don't need to hear this discussion. This is from a 13 <laughs> year old's perspective. Just skip ahead like a minute or two. Okay, go ahead. Oh, I mean, like, literally, the movies (laughs) did it so much justice because reading it in the books and you're like, this guy, with he doesn't have a shirt on and he has a six pack. And I'm like, I don't know what that looks like. I'm just a tiny 13 year old who's not been exposed to anything in the world yet. (laughs) 
what's even funnier is like I feel like <laughs> like I don't even think I even thought of Jacob that much I just loved the friendship that he had with Bella but then yeah. once like but like the movie Taylor Lautner like oh, ruined mm-hmm. Edward ruined. like because like they would always compare like Edward's like shiny little pale body to like Taylor Lautner's like tan <laughs> abs and you just be like tanned muscular and it always looked like he was oiled do you remember that yes. like it always looked like there was oil on him <laughs> Oh, the range, though. The range that you can portray from, like, the wig when you, like. (laughs) But I always think about the scene of, like, it's a picture of them, like, it's a behind-the-scenes look of um, Bella, like, petting Jacob for the first time in, like, wolf form. But Taylor Lautner had to wear, like, the foam wolf head, and he's just, like, awkwardly turned. And you just see it. I love that picture so much. Oh, my gosh. We need to try to find it. Okay. um, (laughs) So, I have to share with you, like, an embarrassing story. So, you know, like, in the second movie of New Moon. So, setting the scene, me and my best friends at, like, we, like... It was the midnight premiere. We were so excited. We had stayed up. I was delirious Mm -hmm. because, one, I had friends coming with me to a movie. This is amazing. Two, it's a movie (laughs) I'm obsessed with. And three, food, like, it was after midnight. So I, like, remember going to the theater and sitting in the theater with my friends. And then, like, um, Bella gets into, like, the motorcycle thing. And Taylor Lautner, Mm. like, strips off his shirt to, like, help. Which, like, also, I'm like, why would, like, I would reason. never have done that ever, but he strips <laughs> off his shirt, and I screamed in the theater. Sorry, I'm yelling and hitting things. I screamed in passionate. the theater. I tapped that. I just screamed it <laughs> so loud, and I literally, do you think I knew what that meant? No. No. Nope. I heard it before used <laughs> as a joke. Yeah. Did the entire audience just look at this, like, tiny little 13-year-old girl? <laughs> just like, what? I was like, they, what the heck? They cheered. <laughs> They like, woo! Yeah. Oh, like, yes. I love it. We have like suburban mothers and their daughters in this theater hyped up on sugar or whatever. I yelled, I tap that. And in my brain, I just felt like everyone would just be like, yep, me too. Oh, yeah. What a memorable moment. Yeah, so it's fun. actually one of my most embarrassing moments that I will cringe oh, really? about forever. Yes. But, you know, this is a safe space. That's what I've decided. If someone yes. has listened to a safe podcast space. this long to, like, get to the middle where I'm sharing this, like, I know that they're my friends, not not just, like, random, <laughs> random no malicious people. intent. Yeah. Okay. I'm here for it. Um, Let's talk about... So, just going off of Twilight, so basically, from this point on, if you've... We're talking about all of the books in this episode, like, all the genre of Twilight, so I'm gonna give some spoilers, but, um, so, like, this is where, if you haven't read it, like, don't listen to this, or seen the movies, but I loved Bella's transformation in Breaking Mm. Dawn. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, I, I like how they did it, and they did make hers, like, different, because, like, as soon as the venom enters her body, or... I, whatever I think it's like that she's just like silent and it's like a three-day transformation too so she's just silent on the table and usually you know like once you're transforming you're like screaming you're in all this agony you're in so much pain and so I did like they did that her transformation was different in that aspect although it was like traumatic because she had to have this like baby basically cut out of her stomach not even like a real c-section and then boom was turned into a vampire and couldn't see her baby for like three days it was very. I, I would have a C-section later on. Oh. Mm. Yeah, you you know what a C-section. I don't. I didn't. I we both 
have children, one child, Each. and I <laughs> We don't have birth. one child that we share. <laughs> yes, no. Keep going. I mean, but wouldn't be against it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just borrow each other's kid. You want to take him? Okay, keep going. So basically, Celine had a C-section, and I... <laughs> I, I feel weird saying vaginally. I feel weird saying that in this podcast. <laughs> I'm just Celine had a C-section, <laughs> and I did not, basically. I witnessed her giving birth, everyone. I just want to tell <laughs> yes, you that I have did. seen Anna give legit birth. <laughs> I saw her child enter this world because I've, I'm a videographer, and I just, just I filmed it. I filmed it. It's, uh, it's there. It was it's amazing. amazing. It was amazing. Anna, like, did it like a freaking boss. Like, she gave birth like a boss. <laughs> That whole story was crazy. Maybe we'll get into it in another episode. Oh my god! When we, we talk totally about should. like, yeah, which I do in a later episode. Want to talk about um, chicken soul for the soup? I think those are fun books. Chicken, chicken soup for the soul. Chicken soup, chicken soul for the aren't soup. Aren't I? Aren't wow. I so wonderful? I just like correct you. I'm like Anna. Yes. Thank you. Thank you <laughs> for being it. here to correct me. <laughs> I just don't want people to be like, um, Anna. <laughs> like, I'm like, you're do just you know excited. how to talk? We'll talk about our beautiful birth <laughs> yes. stories. But anyways, homegirl, what I liked, though, was her transformation because we had it had been building for books on books and books. All Bella ever wanted was to be a freaking vampire. And so when she finally mm-hmm. got to, like, here's the deal. My biggest beef with authors is when they build up to something and then it's, like, a crappy climax. Like, you, like, yeah, go they to... they don't really deliver. Yeah, like, you go to, uh, you know, like, for example, like, I love Suzanne's, like, Collins, like, the Hunger Games books, and I loved reading them, but, like, you never get the payoff of, like, what does freedom look like? What does a new world look like? We're fighting Mm -hmm. for this, da-da-da, and I, like, I'm so into it, like, for the battle, but then, like, you don't get to see the end of the world, and I feel like with this book, now, granted, there was, there were strong characters, a strong villain, the characters evolved and grew, and, like, there mm-hmm. were, di- were stronger villains they had to accomplish. Like, I loved in the third book, this is why I really like her storytelling, is, like, they, it never felt, like, dumb. Like, it, it really was super good, and, um, yeah, the, but the I loved- Yeah, the world was good. Yes, oh, I loved it. But the payoff of Twilight, where you literally have, like, a hundred, 150 pages of just Bella, ex- like, experiencing the- like, and we didn't get to experience, you know, what yeah. the vampire's perspective of mm-hmm. stuff was. So she got to, like, be like, oh, this is what things look like. This is what things taste like. This is what sex is like. What? Yeah, and then was, this is... I, okay, let me get your opinion on that. Because, it like, the books go from being, like, so chaste almost, like, we can't not until we're married. And, like, it's the last thing tying myself to humanity. Like, I need this. And then, like, boom, they get married. And they literally wreck all the furniture every single night. I'm like, you are wild. Why are Dude, you so wild? I just, having been married, I'm just like, but how? But how did you, <laughs> could you explain and like, but like, like throw me a bone here. Like how did, how was furniture broken? There's, there's feathers. Like what did, like what did Edward do? Like it was Edward just like, ha and just like rips everything. <laughs> like what was happening? And how is she just like chilling? But it did it did disturb me a little bit with the uh she's like wakes up with bruises and I'm like and she's like that was the best and I was like girl like we need to talk like what kind of (laughs) I guess that's why Fifty Shades of Grey was like based off of so popular I guess yeah fan fiction or whatever but like no but I just like I loved the payoff of just like her experiencing like her power Mm -hmm. of the shield I thought that was so freaking cool. I wish that there was another book from um, Renee May's perspective. I am waiting for that book. Like that with, would be fun to read. It'd be How so th- interesting. Like, 
what age do you think Stephanie would, Myers would make her? It would have to be a love story with Jacob because yeah. otherwise it'd be really creepy to have like eight year old Nessie being like, "Hey Jacob, you're my friend." You know, to being like and Jacob's hey, like, Jacob. we're soon gonna be like lovers. <laughs> like, hey, this is cool. Just wait three years for you to be a thirty year old, and it'll be fine. But anyways, long story short, um, my thing though is. Yeah, so it'd be interesting to see the way that Nessie, like, grows up. I would like that. Um, mm-hmm. But I just, I feel like she's one of the only authors that just gave us the time to, like, actually see, it, it, it was worth it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I actually really loved Breaking Dawn, and I loved the movie Breaking Dawn. Okay, this was my first book ever talking, like, having characters write different perspectives, and I was super mad that we got Jacob's perspective sometimes. Like, he was so whiny, and I was mad about it. <laughs> That's right. Do you remember that? Yeah, every, literally every, I think I even skipped some parts of his because I was like, I'm not here for you, Jacob. I'm here yeah, for Yeah, I'm like, That's cute. You're not, you're like 16. Like, calm down. Sorry. I'm here for, like, the 18-year-olds. Yeah, right. I'm here for the adults. But it also was, like, really sad. But I understood, na- like, looking back, I'm like, oh, that's why she had it. Because, like, we did not want to be on Bella's head when she's, like, racked with pain. And, like, she would not have any way to say coherent sentences when she's yeah. giving birth. Or, like, anything. Which is true. And then when Jacob sees Nessie for the first time, it was like, that was insane. So I'm glad we had it from his perspective. Yeah, and I, like, I will say, as much as, like, it bugged me when I was younger, like, looking back, I do appreciate, because you get, like, a peek yeah. kind of into his world, and, like, with all the rest of the wolves, and I remember loving um, Leah, and what was her brother's name? Ooh. Oh, Cute. like, into, yes, the yes, two, yes, like, yes. younger mm-hmm. wolves. That was really cool. I felt I really bad for so Jacob, though. I remember my heart just mm-hmm. hurting for him, too, like... He was really hurting, and, like, yeah. seeing how much he cared for her was, like, really sad, and, like, how his perspective of the vampires, you know what I mean? Like, it gave us a lot of insight. I really enjoyed yeah. learning about all the vampires' different powers. Like, I really liked Breaking Dawn, because I feel like it was cool. Yeah, I loved yes. meeting all the new and, characters. Like, it was so cool. Also, they made the the Renesmee in Breaking Dawn absolutely stunning. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. Yeah. Which it was all fake. Like, but what, a, what a filter, though. <laughs> what a filter. Get me that filter. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Maybe she's born with it. Maybe she's she's not. Maybe she's just, just a vampire. vampire. <laughs> okay, Um. so what was your favorite book out of all of them? Okay, so I'm kind of going to jump back a little bit because my favorite book out of all of them was okay, go. Eclipse. Which I feel like doesn't get a mm-hmm. lot of recognition. Like, a lot of people don't. Like, you're either talking about when Edward left Bella in New Moon or just the first book by itself was so mm-hmm. good at introducing the whole world. And then Breaking Dawn, obviously, the closure was great. But I really liked Eclipse. And it was because Victoria, like, she had come back and was creating Ooh, this, the, like, mm-hmm. um, army. Uh, like, yeah. the vampire army. Yeah. And I thought like it was a lot of action i really liked it and then you got like okay honestly i loved the scene in um where they're like trying to throw them off bella's scent but somehow they come to the conclusion that like she should walk somewhere with jacob and she like cut herself and like started putting her like yeah Mm -hmm. on the trees around her do you remember that 
It's when they go camping, like, up in the mountains and it's snowing. And she, like, I think this is after Edward had proposed to her and she had said yes. And she, like, has to sleep in oh, the tent with I both know. of them and she's so cold. But so she has to cuddle <laughs> with Jacob because he's, like, so 14-year-old hot, was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob's like it would work better if we were naked. I was literally yes. like, Jacob, what? Like, <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. And yeah, I just remember I really like that part, and I remember reading, like, even the next morning, like when they woke up after Bella had like heard their conversation that they were gonna put their hatred aside oh for Bella and like come together. To Jessica protect is her. like, not- but then <laughs> like the next like, day, in the corner being like, wow, Bella gets a happy ending once again, like. <laughs> There's like a fake Jessica <laughs> just commentating. Would oh have my never gosh. seen that Not coming. only does she get people that love her, but they're willing to like die for her and give up everything for her. Wow, Bella, great. <laughs> I like that she's openly like so calling her out though. That's like that's the friend you need. She's like, oh, wow, yes. good job. <laughs> you kind of do, you do, but. So even just like to go back, like, do you remember after they woke up from the like, camping trip? And Jacob, like, overhears Bella and Edward talking about, like, their engagement and how they're going to get married. And he gets, like, yes. pissed and storms out. And then Bella's like, no, Jacob, wait. But, like, I do love you. Kiss me. And yes, then he, like, kisses her. And you're like, what is happening? I know. I know. And, but also, Edward was totally using that as a power play to, like, state his territory. And he said that so that Jacob would be Oh, pissed. totally. Like, he was such a stupid boy in that time. And, like, I think mm-hmm. we have to, like carve something no we, had, we do have to carve a space of like we love these books but like it was not the most healthy relationship oh my it was gosh super toxic no. and, that's like, and like it only I, could work in this fictional world even, like i don't like anything that edward did oh, like yes. and i think like as a 13 year old it was fine but like now looking back i'm like oh my gosh like i would have been on jacob's team oh i tried to reread the books yeah i tried to reread the books like mm-hmm. probably a year ago and I just remember being like, I it just does not hold the same, no. like, magicalness that it did when I was younger. Because I, like, reread them and I loved them. But, like, just rereading, like, how insecure Bella truly was. And I'm like, sometimes she's just stupid. Sometimes I'm like, Bella, come on. Why? Yeah. What's your train of thought here? Oh, yeah. Why like, are you I, doing that? Oh, yeah. And then, like, yeah. Well, and then even, like, Edward sometimes is like, over possessive mm-hmm. with her like showing up in her room and she's like what are you doing here and i was younger and i was like oh my god she's in her room this is so cute but now i'm like ew edward get out I of her be... room that's gross did yes. she invite you in there Literally, like i feel like nowadays i would just be like like the strong independent woman in me is just like excuse me like i need boundaries here like you can't just watch me sleep like that's just, just no like we can be like we can make out but like no like i don't understand Oh, but her dependence on her, on <laughs> yeah. her on him, like that was just a sign of like the the dependency. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I can say is like I think she came into her own in Breaking Dawn. She really was the best as she was. But she, here's she, the deal: like she without mm-hmm. without Edward, she literally collapsed as a person. Oh, and then yeah, it's but like a new moon. She jumps off the cliff. She rides the motorcycle. Yeah, she gets which I appreciate the that the. Like, that Stephanie Meyer is like that. There are literally relationships like that, but the fact that she ended up with someone mm-hmm. that does that make sense? Like she, it, it was hard. She was. She still yeah. ended up with him. Yeah, 
And it was hard to see the growth, too, because she kind of came to his mm-hmm. rescue in New Moon. Oh, that was so good. To, like, so that he wouldn't reveal himself and oh, the Volturi wouldn't the kill rough. him. And maybe I just don't remember, but I don't ever think that, like, that was really resolved. Like, the really, really the stuff he put about her it through. Her. Yeah. And what I think, too, is, mm-hmm. like, um, oh, gosh, finish your thought while I think back. I lost my train of thought, so keep going. Oh, I was just saying, like, girl, you're reckless, and it's sad that your boy left you, but you're 16. You've got your whole life ahead of you. Don't try to kill yourself. Just yes, to 100%. I also feel like this only worked because it was fictional. Like, I would never, if I had ever, like, heard, yeah. like, if I had a friend that was like, well, he, like, does this and this and this, like, I would be like, come here. Let me take, I would have been Jessica. I would have like, been Jessica. A red flag. I want a book about Jessica. If you can't tell, I. <laughs> I just want her I to, do like, too. I would want her would to be Bella. It. Does that make sense? Where she's like, excuse me, Edward, like, I get that I'm fabulous, but, like, seriously, back up. Yeah, be like, I'm going to go see Jacob because he's my friend <laughs> and, like, you can just deal with it. And then when Jacob's, like, all whiny being like, Bella, why don't you love me? She's like, because, fool, you're, like, younger than me. Like, get over yourself. Like, suck it up at... I mean, she's like, yeah, I like, anything. oh, my gosh. Jessica would have been mm-hmm. giving us the sassiness that we need. Oh, yes, you missed would opportunities. Have. Missed opportunities. Yes. You know what? I bet you somewhere in the world there exists a fan fiction oh of Twilight. As Jessica as the main Her character. Her commentary would somewhere. be hilarious. Like, I would love to read a book like that. Because I feel like with Bella, it was... I don't. I wouldn't call her whiny, but she... No. The second book, she was just kind of like, there is no hope. She's Holden. That's who she is. She's full on Holden in Catcher in the Rye. Yes. She yes, is. She and, is. like, I feel like... Like, Jessica would have been like, enough with this. I'm going to get my revenge body. <laughs> like, let's go work out. Right? <laughs> like, yes. Come here, I'm Mike. I'm going to get myself gonna... together so that the next time I see Edward. I'm going to rebound. I'm going to rebound <laughs> with you. Come right? here really quick. Let's just have a good make out and I'll be fine. Like, I can bounce back. <laughs> she been like, Edward, take my virginity already. Come on, let's do it. <laughs> Bella was, like, so nice. She's like, it's fine. I can wait. That's good. I mean, granted, like, we, I waited until marriage, too. But I'm just like, dude, like, the way that <laughs> Tried to seduce him in the meadow. I was like, she's like Edward, and I'm just like, no, this is weird. And you almost like don't even know what's happening until it's happening, and you're like, also, what are you doing? That Edward had to like not like eat her. Props to him. <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> to eat her. <laughs> That's not what I meant. I mean, it's true. It's true. I meant eat her. Like, like a vampire would eat. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Clarifying that. <laughs> um, I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the self can, no, yep, I'm we're just gonna, so the, your favorite book was Eclipse, that's good. Yep. Yes. Um. So, we were going to talk about Midnight Sun a little bit but y'all the library has these books like yes. people are reading these books so mine it was not available for like mm-hmm. at least a week or two mm-hmm. i think the same things with celine i'm thinking what we're gonna do so. is for those of us that are listening we're gonna f- we're all gonna read it at the same time so we're gonna launch have this episode launch and then we're gonna have a midnight sun discussion so you have a month to read it and then we're gonna like launch that episode four yeah. weeks later but while that's happening we're gonna have you guys like Give us your input and, and give have us questions and stuff like that. Like, yeah. we actually want to, like, have you send in a voice recording of you 
and your input because you know and if there's like someone that's like Mm -hmm. really into twilight and wants to like jump on that discussion with us and have the three of us just go we're so interested in that so yeah Yeah, anyways so this is our thoughts on twilight and the the fact that it impacted us and i feel like we're not alone i feel like there's a reason why it was like the most sold out book like ever it was popular i mean and even this like the twilight series was like the catalyst for like all the young Mm. adult like vampires and werewolves and like fairy like all that fantasy stuff like i remember reading twilight i became obsessed with like vampire Mm. and werewolf books and i read too many i read so many that were themed like that they were totally was the same way oh i loved vampire diaries too like that was so good but I loved the movies, mm. the show more than the yep, books. But same. we'll save that for another time. They yeah, were so they different. Were but anyways, though. okay. So basically, we'll have you guys start reading Midnight Sun. We'll have like a comment thread in our feeds and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We'll probably do a live where we like talk about it while we're we'll like have this podcast episode and we'll like do a live or something like that. So that way people can still like participate in real time. Um, but besides that, Twilight. Last final thoughts. Anything? I mean, it gets a lot of hate in today's yeah. age, but I love them. I still I secretly kind of love them. And they're... Even if it's like an almost love true, to hate But honestly, thing. I'm glad this is off our chest. I'm glad we can finally confess <laughs> that Twilight was a pivotal part of our lives. So anyways, <laughs> there's the episode. Bye, yes. guys. See you next week. Yeah, thanks for listening. Bye. See you next time. <laughs>